You're listening to a Genuine Girl production. Enjoy the episode! Hi there, and welcome to a Genuine Girl podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. I know that being genuine in college can be difficult, so that's why each week I share some of my stories and learning experiences that I've had from college to show you that you're not alone and it's okay to not have your life completely figured out. So no matter what your life looks like right now, I think that by being genuine, we can make the world a better place. If you're ready to do that, then you've come to the right podcast. Let's get right into this week's episode of A Genuine Girl. Stop comparing yourself to others. Now, before I say anything else, I just want to say that this message applies to me as much as it may apply to you. I think it's so easy for all of us to look at the person next to us, to look at the person across the room, or even through a phone, through social media, and think, oh my gosh, they have it all. They're perfect. Why can't I look like that? Why can't I do this? Why can't I have that accomplishment? And we just automatically assume that that person has the perfect life. Okay, so we say that. Maybe not out loud, but at least in our heads. And how do we respond to those thoughts? Well, instead of responding with, oh, well, yeah, they might have it all. They might be perfect. They might have these things. But I am awesome too. And I have so many things going for me in my own life. Yeah, instead of saying that, a lot of times we say something like, ugh, I don't look like them. I don't have those things. I'm not that cool. I'm not that perfect. I don't know what I'm doing with my life or where I'm going. I'm terrible. We say all of these negative things about ourselves in response. And that, my friends, is where this toxic mindset of comparison comes in. Guys, I struggle with this every day. I'm not even going to pretend like I have it all figured out and I am just so focused on me that I don't even think about what anyone else is doing. I mean, I feel like we're surrounded with chances to compare ourselves every moment of every day, especially with social media, which can be very toxic, but even just around our everyday lives. I am a college student and so I go to class every day and see people my own age and while that is really cool to be surrounded by so many people who are my age and who have some of my same interests and goals, it's also like a perfect opportunity for comparison because we are so similar in many ways that it's also like anything that might make them different from me. I always kind of pinpoint that and focus on that, and instead of looking at that as something like, oh, they're different, they have this, that's cool, but I also am cool. Instead of doing that, I just look at it in a negative way and put myself down because I'm not like them. It's a toxic cycle, and it keeps happening, and it's very hard to break. I try to break it, sometimes I'll catch myself comparing, and I'll have to do something to shut my mind off and stop it from doing that, 
But the scary thing is, I think there are so many times when we don't even realize we're comparing ourselves to others. And I feel like those moments kind of build up in our mind, and we don't even realize it until we just reach a breaking point almost, and suddenly we realize how we're feeling, and that we just don't think we're as good as these other people, and that they have their lives completely together, and we don't. And that's kind of, I think, the result of years or months or a lifetime of just constantly comparing ourselves to everyone we see. It's exhausting. I don't know how we do it. And that's why I want to bring more awareness to it today. Because I feel like people just don't talk about it enough. And I feel like people just kind of blindly walk through life sometimes. I mean, myself included, not realizing the impact that this comparison is having on our minds. So my point is, I think a lot of us need to do a better job of comparing ourselves less to others. I'm not going to be unrealistic and say that we can just completely flip a switch and stop comparing ourselves to others forever and for good, because I don't think that's going to happen. And at the same time, I do understand that there can be something such as healthy comparison if it's comparing yourselves to people you trust and love while still having a healthy mindset about yourself. And instead of viewing comparison as such a negative thing, yes, you can view it as a positive and use it to help you grow rather than to tear you down. I get that. But in this episode, I'm going to really be diving into that toxic comparison that so many of us suffer from and at least hopefully help us lessen that a little bit. And I think by bringing awareness to it, we are already on to a great start because hopefully now we will think about it and really realize a little bit more when we are comparing ourselves in a negative way. So in order to really bring the topic home, I want to talk about first two major problems with comparison that I see and then ways that we can really overcome it. So the first problem I've already talked about. It's simply that when we compare ourselves to others and say something good about them, we do not respond with something good about us. We don't look at people and say, oh my gosh, they have the perfect body and I do too. We're more likely to say, oh, they have the perfect body and I don't. And we instantly turn it into a negative thing. Now, I started the episode on this issue because I think it really is the basis for much of the comparison we experience on a day-to-day -day basis, but I think there's a much deeper and bigger problem that I want to get into now, and that is the fact that our initial way of thinking about other people, that initial thought of comparison, it's not even true. Think about it. When we compare ourselves to other people, most of the time we are being very unrealistic. We are saying things like, they are perfect, they have it all, they have their life completely together. But do they really? No. The answer is no. Look, I don't mean to offend anyone who thinks they have their life completely together, but from my experience, nobody really does have their life completely together. 
Of course, it's so easy to see photos on social media or just walk by someone on the sidewalk and instantly think that they have it all. But when you really sit down and talk to people and get to know them, you'll probably find that they are struggling with something. And it could be that very thing that you thought made them so perfect that you were comparing yourself against them on. It's really crazy to think about this. And I think just getting to know people and talking to people and finding out who they are beyond that appearance is so important. This just shows the importance of that. But still, even beyond that, I think it's easy to forget how everyone's struggling. I think we've just been so conditioned to compare ourselves all the time and somehow just always turn it into a negative thing that even though maybe deep down we know not everyone has it together, every day, those moments, those photos we see, it's so easy to just be like, oh, they're perfect and not even think about it. So that's our second problem, I think the biggest problem, and I think if we want to fight this battle against comparison, we need to really address that problem first. Because if we fix this problem of being so unrealistic with how we are comparing ourselves to other people, then we won't even have our first problem of responding in the wrong way. Because we will have nothing unrealistic to respond to. Everything we'll be comparing ourselves against will be something that we can realistically respond to and realistically see as something to help us grow rather than something that will tear us down. So geez, how do we get past this comparison? It's such a terrible thing. I mean, at least this toxic comparison that I'm talking about, I've just made it sound awful, which it is. I know it is. And yet we still struggle every day. So I'm about to give you guys some tips and tricks to hopefully reduce this amount of toxic comparison that you face every day. But before I do that, I want to emphasize again that I don't have it completely figured out. And I'm not saying this because I'm trying to say, oh, don't know if you should follow these. I mean, I've used these tips before and they've worked and I'm confident that they can work for a lot of people. The thing is though, it's gonna take a lot of time and a lot of effort and it's something that I'm still working on all of the time. And so I'm going through this with you and I think we're a team here and I think it's important to just re-emphasize that I'm right there with you. So with that said, let's get into a few tips that I've learned and that I want to continue implementing to reduce comparison. My first tip is to take a step back and look at the bigger picture. I know, this is not some tangible thing that you're immediately going to see benefits from, but I think it will give you a better basis for fighting comparison in your everyday life. So what do I mean by looking at the bigger picture? Well, this might sound kind of negative, but I think it's important to just think about every single area of your life, of anyone's life. Think about everything you're going through. Think about health, relationships, family, friends, self-confidence, work, school, I mean, diet, exercise, body image. I, I could go on and on and on. 
you get it. Think about all these areas of your life. There's a lot that makes us up as people. And that's pretty cool. But, <laughs> get ready for it. That means there are also a lot of areas where we could have problems. I know, it's sad. But think about it. I mean, think about the people you compare yourself to. So, you know, you might be just comparing yourself on something specific that they have that you don't, or something general, just that they're perfect, they're amazing, they have it all. Either way, I think it's important to think about everything that makes up someone's life and truly analyze, hmm, is this accurate? Like, do they really have everything or are they really perfect in this specific area of their life? I mean, chances are probably not. So just look at the bigger picture. Think about how much makes up our lives as humans and how many opportunities for imperfections exist. I mean, that just kind of helps me sometimes realize that, okay, I am being so unrealistic right now. Everybody is struggling with something. And it brings me into my other point about looking at the bigger picture. I think sometimes it's important to remember that comparison is something you're going through and it's something that everybody else is also going through. This is a worldwide problem. And so if you are comparing yourself to other people, other people are comparing themselves to you. And do you have it all? <laughs> I know, I'm not trying to make you feel bad, I promise. But seriously, I don't have it all. I'll answer very quickly. I know I don't. I am not perfect at all. I mean, sure, you can be confident in yourself and say, I have a good life and I have all these things going for me, but it's okay to admit that you don't have it all. And, you know, chances are, because you don't have it all, other people don't either. That's another way to look at it, just from that flipped perspective, because other people are comparing themselves to you too, whether you believe it or not. So that's just kind of a general tip, looking at it from a bigger perspective. So that tip then leads me into my more specific tricks that I've used to cope with comparison and really just be more confident in myself. So the first is to simply remind yourself as often as you can of how amazing your life is. I know, like I just said, we all have our problems, so you're probably like, why are you contradicting yourself? But no, I, despite the problems, think about how amazing your life is. Yes, you just admitted that you don't have it all. But I think more important than that and what you should be focusing on every day is what you do have. Think about certain areas of your life where you just feel like you have it together. Whether you have a very supportive family and friend group, whether you have great self-care habits, or maybe you're doing really well in school or at work. Whatever it is, and I think there are so many areas we should be grateful for, but maybe if it's easier, pick a few areas that you feel especially good about, especially grateful for, and focus on those and make sure you express your gratitude toward those areas of your life every day as much as you can. I'm sure you've heard people say, and I think I've said this before too, to have a gratitude journal. 
write down what you're grateful for every morning because it starts off your day in that positive frame of mind. And instead of instantly going into that state of comparison and thinking about what you don't have, you're much more likely to go into that state of love and acceptance and gratitude for what you do have. Whether it's doing that or just sending a text to those people who mean a lot to you every day. I mean, whatever it looks like for you, I think it's so important to do that, to keep yourself grounded for everything awesome in your life. To expand off of this, my next tip is really just to practice more self-love. I need to do this more. I think, honestly, we all deserve to do this more because the world can be tough sometimes. It can be hard to see all these people, all these things, and to still find that love within ourselves for where we are and who we are. It's really an extension of gratitude. I think, yes, we should all be grateful for what we have in our lives, but then take it a step further and not only be grateful for it, but love ourselves for what we have in our lives. When it comes to comparison, I think it's especially important to remember to love yourself for where you are in this very moment right now. Of course we all have goals, of course we all want to grow, but instead of beating ourselves up for not being at that next step or that next phase where we want to be, I think it's so important that we take time every day to just be content with where we are at because we're doing great. We have a lot going for us and if we don't realize that and love ourselves for who we are right now, then it's going to make growing and getting to our goals so much harder to do. Lately, I've been trying to practice more self-love through quotes and positive affirmations. I am a big fan of all that kind of stuff. I actually went on a retreat a couple of weekends ago where it was really, really fun. It was just all girls, and we went and we got to know each other. It was 24 hours, but we learned so much about each other, and at the end of it, we were writing little notes to each other about what we saw in each other and what we loved about each other, and I have all of those notes hung up on my wall right now, and I get to see them every morning, and they're like little notes to me, and even though they're from other people, it makes me remember, like, okay, I got this. Like, other people see this in me, I should see this in me too. So seeing that from other people is very powerful, but I think what can be even more powerful is writing these things yourself, or speaking them out loud. Write down what you love about yourself. Speak it out loud to yourself every morning, if that's what it takes. However you can best remind yourself that you're amazing, go for it. Do it. And just don't forget, because it's so easy to forget self-love in today's world. It's just hard. <laughs> and so please take the time and do it, and it will really help you on this road to comparison because you'll be more reminded of who you are and have that faith and confidence in yourself rather than focusing on those negative things that maybe you don't have yet or places you want to be. My final point going along with this is just make sure every day that you're surrounding yourself with the right energy, the right people, and that you know what triggers you to start comparing yourself and to start feeling bad about yourself. 
This can be very difficult to do, especially if you've gotten into a routine and you do the same things every day, you see the same people, go to the same places. It can be hard to really challenge those things and think, okay, are these things actually helping me? Am I actually getting anywhere with this? But I challenge you and all of us to just really think about this. So think about, for example, where your mind goes when you're with your friends, when you're with your family, your classmates, everyone you see on a daily basis, who makes you feel the best? Who makes you feel the worst? And I know it can be easier said than done, but if there are people in your life who are making you have that trigger to compare yourself and feel bad about yourself, it's not worth it. And I would strongly suggest trying to get them out of your life or at least stop seeing them as much or having as much interaction because it can really have an impact on you if you see them every day and instantly get into this negative mindset. So I would think about that with people you see in person every day, but equally important I think is social media if you're active on social media because we compare ourselves equally as much to people on social media as we do to people in real life. Honestly, I would argue sometimes we compare ourselves more to the people on social media because we don't even get to talk to them and see who they are as people. We're just basing our thoughts off of an image and that makes it very easy to compare. So if you feel like you get into that mindset of comparing yourself when you get on social media, get off of it or at the very least, unfollow those people who are making you feel bad about yourselves, who are making you compare. You don't need that kind of energy. You don't need those kind of people in your life. You need people who are going to lift you up and make you feel better about yourself and reinforce your self-love and your gratitude and all of these other things that I've been talking about. And so even if that's going against the norm and getting off of social media, taking detoxes, unfollowing certain people, I think if it improves your mental state and reduces your toxic comparison to other people, it can be very helpful. So don't be afraid to do it. Really. I am telling myself this too. So finally, I just want to say this. I know I keep saying if you need to get people out of your life, get them out of your life. Again, easier said than done, but also I think it can be so hard to do this because a lot of times we're very scared of being alone and not having anyone. And even if those people we see every day are the people that we are constantly comparing ourselves to and who feed this negative mindset of ours, we'd rather have that sometimes than be alone and have nobody. <laughs> Which really at the end of the day that's the worst case scenario in a lot of our heads and we will never be fully alone but even if we are I think it's just important to have that foundation of self-love and gratitude and acceptance and be okay with being alone. Even if everybody leaves our life will we be okay with ourselves? Can we spend time with ourselves? Like is that going to work? Because if it's not, we need to find a way to make it work. Because at the end of the day, everybody in our life, a lot of people fade out. A lot of people leave. And we are the only people that we truly have. So we need to just focus on ourselves, love ourselves. And from there, our life can be a lot easier, filled with less comparison.
Okay, I just did a big long ramble there. I hope that made sense. If you can't tell, I'm pretty passionate about this. It's something I'm really trying to practice in my own life. So if anybody wants to talk about it and where you are on your journey, please reach out to me. Social media, of course. Um, But, you know, only follow me if you find me to be a positive influence. If you're comparing yourself negatively, (laughs) do not. (laughs) But you know what I mean. However you want to reach out, please feel free. I would love to talk more about this, and I'd like to really just end this episode off by saying that I really do think the major cause of comparison for all of us is just seeing small snippets of people's lives. Some of them are not even realistic. Some of them are only small pieces of what makes a person up. But point is, we are not seeing the full person. And on Genuine Girl, my goal has always been to be as real and as authentic as possible. I've really wanted to go against what we see on social media every day of these people who appear to have it all and have these perfect lives. I want to keep it real and keep it relatable where you can feel more confident in yourself knowing that you aren't alone in what you're going through and if you're comparing yourself to others, girl, I'm right here with you. But I've also realized the past couple weeks doing some self-reflection that I am very genuine in my podcasts, but that doesn't always transfer over to my social media, to how I interact with my audience on a daily basis. Not that I'm not authentic on social media. I mean, I try to post some fun quotes, keep that pink theme going because I like pink, not for any other reason, don't worry. (laughs) But I feel like I'm also not really opening up as much as I could be. I want to be authentic not only on here, but I want you to see more of who I am as a person in my everyday life because it's hard to just hear someone's voice every week and not really be able to know who they are on an everyday basis. And so my goal and what I'm going to be trying to do more on my social media, just because that's where I can connect with all of you, I'm going to just try and really be honest and show more of me, show more of my everyday life, what I truly go through as a college student every day. Not sure if people are interested, but if you are, be on a lookout for some Instagram stories, Facebook posts, all of that good stuff. I'm going to be taking you guys through some days in my life. I'm going to be posting more about just random things that are happening to show you guys the realness of what happens in the everyday. It's a challenge for me just because I tend to be a very private person. It's hard for me to really open up sometimes and share those little elements of my everyday life. But I think that's what has to happen for me to really continue connecting with you guys and to show you guys what I'm really doing, (laughs) what my life really looks like as a college student, and hopefully give you some relatable content that will make you feel less alone and give you less of a reason to compare yourself to anyone else. That's all I have for today. 
Thank you for listening to all of that rambling. Hope you got something out of it. And again, be sure to be on the lookout for some social media posts and stories as I start being more real with my everyday life and showing you guys what life as a college student really looks like. And I will see you right back here on a Genuine Girl podcast next week. Bye, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of a Genuine Girl podcast. If you liked it, I would really appreciate a rating and a review in the iTunes store or wherever else you happen to be listening to the podcast. Also, if you'd like to stay updated with new episode information and, of course, your occasional inspirational quotes, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. Alright, thanks again everyone, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.